0: This 2024 IndyCar Win Totals edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime, your home for the lowest priced last minute tickets. Download the GameTime app today and use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for part-lays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Get ready for speed.
1: You just wait sunshine, you just wait.
0: Get ready for the passion.
1: To whom it may concern, <laughs> you.
0: Get ready for the raw emotion. Sì, ragazzi!
1: Grazie, grazie! Grazie! Dai! Forza Ferrari!
0: Get ready. For the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Z. Welcome in to the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I know, I know, it's been sporadic, but unfortunately (laughs) F1's off-season is a little bit longer. Not much longer, car. though, Rod. It's back next week. We're ah, so yes, let's go. Damn <laughs> close. We are getting getting ever so close to the F1 season. And, of course, that means that IndyCar is almost right on its tail as well, right? March 10th is the first Grand Prix of the season. So we're not too far away from IndyCar either, which is the focus of today's episode. Uh, the Caesars Sportsbooks has so graciously given us win totals for IndyCar. We'll go ahead and take a look at those and give you some of our leans kind of like we did with the NASCAR. If you're new to the F1 Gambling Podcast because you stumbled on us here by way of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, welcome. Uh, yes, we do talk F1. Yes, we do talk yeah. IndyCar. We talk open wheel, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's what we're here for. Uh, so, yeah, we've had a lot of new listeners here this past week with the day twenty five hundred and everything on the NASCAR side of things. So when you see this pop up, same two guys, right? And we're still NASCAR guys, but we dig, and dig into the open wheel stuff. We've been having a lot of fun with it. This is the F1 gambling podcast, yet we're talking IndyCar. We got you covered for everything is what we're trying to tell you. We don't have our own show for IndyCar, but basically, this is the F1 slash IndyCar gambling podcast at this point. Um, so here we are. Welcome and thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, we have a lot of fun. It's Man, betting on racing is just so much fun. It, it is, and we love doing it in NASCAR. We've got all three series. We just had a hell of a fun weekend at Daytona. It, you know f1 is back i mean we got testing in uh bahrain they're in i think uh it's starting tomorrow that's exciting a race next week already the season gets underway we're a less than 100 days away from the indy 500 the indycar season's firing up here in just a couple was it two weeks out it's almost here so ah it's a beautiful time of year all the racing's kicking back in a lot of stuff to bet on uh you know a lot of people get sad and Oh, football, you know, NFL football's over. Now we got other leagues we we got to bet on, right? But racing season is in full effect. So we love it and appreciate
0: you joining us. Yeah, and listen, if it's got wheels at this point, just know that we're going to cover it. The the title may say a specific uh, series, <laughs> but I got to tell you right now, there's not and there's no such thing as too much racing and, you know, again, when we first started both of these podcasts, we didn't really think that we were going to be covering any more than just what we were talking about, but now here we go. We got Indy, Formula E is has been going on and I mean still wanting to cover that, us- but
1: they need to give us more than just winner odds. That's yeah, they do. That we we can still toss those. I think we'll find a way to work those in if we continue to get those during the F one season. It's hard to do a whole podcast around just outrights.
0: <laughs> it is, especially for Formula <laughs> E. It's yeah that's for not, Formula E. So,
1: uh, we appreciate having some options, and we're going to definitely get more into that. Just give us give us some more options. God. we try not to ask for too much. Although I feel like. I uh, do that a lot but well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's get caught up in the chat real quick. Justin checking in from old-fashioned football saying just got done reading Cody's cocktail article. What's Thank up you. guys? Oh by the yeah, way I'm
1: all all over the place here. We got racing stuff going on, got casino art. this is a what's a oh boy, I should probably know the title but what your cocktail says about your betting that's what it is. so kind of you know in relation to what you drink, what your betting style most likely is what what your drink says about your betting style water.
0: Mine is boring and plain and nothing. Uh, I think
1: it says loser next to that.
0: Yes. Yes, it does. (laughs) And I fully own that one. Uh, no, but listen again, if you're, if you're listening on the traditional podcast, once again, thank you. Continue to do so. Uh, but we are, probably going to be going live more often with the F1 uh, Gambling Podcast. So if you are subscribed to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast on YouTube, that is where you can find the live feeds of this or just go back and watch the video because we'll obviously have them posted up there if we don't go live. But I think we've gotten good response and and good fun on the live broadcasts we've done for NASCAR. So we'll just sort of kind of parlay that into our F1 as well.
1: Exactly, yeah. So if you're listening on the traditional thing, you can find us over on YouTube, just NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Easier for us to just keep it all in one place and easier for you guys, too. You just got one place to go. So love it. Walter in the chat. He's a big supporter. Thanks for the pot. Did you get that sticker already? Damn, oh, bro. I, haven't I got that fast. But <laughs> yeah, well, you're a long ways from here. So you got snail. Express takes a
0: couple. Things. The snail needs to move a little faster.
1: <laughs> uh, great addition in his man. I got I put mine right here. It's, uh, you know, I figured it's you can kind of see it at least. So. Uh, old-fashioned football says it seems like i'm slightly excited i have a thing for betting on race cars so i get a little excited it gets me worked up uh and old-fashioned football saying can't watch racing anymore one day total 500 felt like i was looking good to win and then crash there goes logano it's, that's what makes it so much fun it's so excited then had a chance with LaJoy. crash no extra laps and uh, told me not to pick on you as well so sorry does he not know our dynamic apparently Justin's never listened to a show before
0: (laughs) ever ever um okay again so this is of course like I said we're doing the IndyCar totals the win totals uh Caesars has given us six drivers and so we'll go over that but Cody there are a couple of news and notes pertaining to the IndyCar series that are worth uh worth going over I will say though first and foremost I I I said this before the show I want to say it now Pelos no colors for his, his oh. car. That looks beautiful. Ooh, that DHL Red on the, the 10 Polo
1: car. It is, if you've not seen the they just released the livery, go check it out. It is just absolutely gorgeous. Chef's kiss. Um, yeah, and I mean we're probably good chance we see that car up front a lot of the season, then uh it's gonna look really nice leading the pack for sure. So uh David Malukas, he signed the big deal with Arrow McLaren in the offseason, moving up, getting that ride. Went mountain biking last week. And he broke, uh, dislocated his wrist, uh, and and tore some ligaments in it. So, um, they're saying six weeks following the removal of his stitches, which will be done February 22nd. Um, so he's going to miss at least one race, potentially more. Um, so obviously that's unfortunate for him. Uh, Cam Alot is going to be the one. Uh, it appears I don't think they've officially announced it. He's going to test this weekend at Homestead with Errol McLaren. He seems like kind of the obvious choice veteran that, uh, you know, him or like a Connor Daly type that, that doesn't have a ride. Veteran guys that are hanging out that that uh, could jump in that car and, and get some uh, get some time in there and, and fill in until Maloukas is able to come back. So, unfortunately with Maloukas, you know, we've seen this last season most recently with two, you know, bigger NASCAR names. Chase Elliott specifically missed, I think, four races. Or, no, he missed, God, he missed like seven missed, or eight yeah. races. Alex Bowman missed four races. Uh, and both were hurt doing other activities, right? Bowman was hurt in a sprint car wreck on a dirt track. Uh, and, and Elliot was hurt snowboarding. Um, so, but as we talked about last year, these guys have to live their lives too. Right. And, and it's, it's just part of it. You can get hurt doing a lot of things. You know, you, you can hurt yourself getting out of bed this morning as I found out, <laughs> uh, and <laughs> you can get hurt mountain biking. Right. So, uh, they still have to live their lives. They still have to enjoy things. It sucks when they get hurt. It sucks when they miss time, but that's kind of just how it goes. So uh, unfortunate for him, and we, we wish him a speedy recovery for sure, and hopefully won't miss more than a race or two.
0: Yeah, and and it really, again, for last him last season, his average finish was 16.4. Kind of a guy that was... There in the mix, you know, with uh, HMD Motorsports. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see how this affects him. Hopefully, he doesn't miss too much time. Uh, just looking forward to to seeing him out there again. But like you said, Cody, I mean, it, the whole debate on whether or not athletes should put themselves in bubble wrap and and not do anything outside of what they are like that. That to me is it's just doesn't seem feasible. I mean, you got to let these guys have fun. It's like the whole. Uh, did, should basketball players play pickup basketball games outside of the court? Well, of course they should. That's that's the first love. That's what they loved to do. Like, you know, don't take racers out of the cars and let them do these late models or these, you know, whatever afterwards. Just let them have fun. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. An unfortunate injury, but we should not punish athletes for being athletes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Takuma Sato coming back for another shot at IndyCar. Um, obviously, he's won already two times before. Going to be back with uh, Ray Hall Letterman uh, to compete in the 108th edition this summer. So good to see him back. He's a guy that we'll be eyeing for bets for sure. Um, man, he's just really good on the ovals. He had the deal, I think he was with Chip Canassi last year, was it, where he's only raced in ovals um, and, and showed up multi, multiple times. So <laughs> old fashioned football. Takuma, say what now? <laughs> Takuma exactly. Sango, man, exactly. Uh, yeah, two-time Indy 500 winner, so it'll be great to see him back. Going to be a guy that we'll definitely have our eye on for placing bets. And then the one other kind of bigger news, if you want to call it that, uh, 100 days to Indy is coming back. The show from the CW last year. I personally enjoyed it. I thought it was great. um It's nice having all these shows now, right? With F1, we've got Drive to Survive, NASCAR. If you haven't checked out the NASCAR show on Netflix, I know I was talking to a lot of our our F1 friends, and and they uh, said they watched the show, really liked it. Tuned into the 500 this week. Talked to multiple people that tuned into the 500 this past week because they watched the show, which I think was great. Um, But 100 Days to Indy, it was really nice to get, you know, much like those two shows on Netflix did. Get to know the drivers a little bit more. Get to see leading up to the Indy 500. Um, So excited to see that coming back over on the CW. Uh, That will premiere Friday, April 26th. Um, And then obviously, you know, we'll air leading up into... Six parts, uh, six week, six weekly episodes for that. So it'll be a good one.
0: Appointment television to be sure. Uh, just real quick before we go to break, Walter asking if there's any F1 outrights. <clears throat> yeah, we're actually going to give you some. We'll we'll give you a show, an episode when uh, when the Bahrain F uh, Grand Prix takes place next yeah. week.
1: Yeah, we'll so. be back next week. Full full swing of things. We'll have we'll have an episode for that. Uh, if you're looking for like championship, we already went over the the odds weeks ago. Go back on the F1 feed. You can find that. Um, and, and we kind of talk through it, obviously, you know, Max, we don't need to bring Max into this show too much. when We're talking about IndyCar, but he's, he's a big, the big favorite. Right. Uh, but we do find, think that there is some value out there to be had in some other people. So definitely give that episode a listen if you haven't. And, uh, and then get your bets placed for that before the season starts next week.
0: Yes, sir. All right, we got win totals to get to, but first let me tell you about buying tickets. You know it sucks. I know it sucks. Everybody know it sucks. Buying tickets is the worst, especially when you're doing it last minute and you're trying to figure out whether or not you can go to an event, and then factoring into that is the stress of whether or not you're going to be able to get those tickets at a decent price or at all or even get them to you in time for the show. i got a blood pressure checker here, and it's going through the roof just talking about it. But take a think i take a second to think about game time calms me right down, because game time takes all of the stress out of buying tickets, especially those last minute tickets. Because you are not only getting the game time guarantee, which means you're gonna get those tickets on time and they're gonna be authentic, but you're getting lower fees, you're getting better prices, you don't even have to worry about whether or not you're buying tickets the day of, the day before. Uh, If you can buy them a whole lot out, then that's fine for you. But again, if you can't and you need them last minute, game time will be the place for you. Plus it's made for your phone. You're gonna get those tickets delivered right to your phone and you get a picture of the seat that you're about to sit in and enjoy your performance. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You know we love us some underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NBA, NHL, college basketball, You got NASCAR, you got F1, you got all three series of NASCAR even. So simply pick higher or lower or better or worse on your favorite fantasy player stats. Cash in. You can win 100X with some spicy plays. Hang tight because we're going to give you a bunch of underdog plays this week for Atlanta. So keep an eye on this feed and you'll see it on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. And when you sign up with the promo code RACE, sgpn underdog's going to double your first deposit of up to 100 dollars. that's underdog fantasy promo code race
1: sgpn underdog big on the f1 markets we need to get them into the indycar i don't think i've seen anything indycar yet. yet um but maybe that's something they can implement this year but go sign up using that code race sgpn we are in a little bit of a, a competition with some of the other shows an old-fashioned football is a tough one always they uh they Kick bring car. the people in so We need to be Justin and Miranda for once. So help us out and go sign up over there.
0: Please do. I I love Justin and all, but I would definitely, I wouldn't mind my, our group chat being, yeah, we kicked your ass. Just, just this once. He's from
1: Iowa, so he needs to lose. That's how it
0: goes. Well, listen, I mean, this is like the teacher, the the student becoming the teacher because, you know, Justin knows I I made him. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing all Darth Vader (laughs) on him. It's true. but No, no, no. He made himself. I I just uh, helped him find the door. But, no, again, it's it's fun. It's a fun little competition, but we still want to win, just like in racing. Um, All right. Cody, well, let's get into the win totals here for this, and just to set this up, as we look at last season, seven drivers won at least one race, but it was Alex Pelot's show for the most part, he won five of them, Uh, Joseph Newgarden following it up with four, and uh, three other drivers won one with Dixon and Kirkwood kind of mixed in there with multiple wins as well, so... Not really as varied. There's only 17 races in the season, so it's not like there's 30-some-odd races to, to win. It's it's much like an F1 season where it's not a, a long, long... It's a long season month-wise, but it's definitely not a long season uh, as far as races are concerned. You're going to go a couple of weeks without one, uh, and then two in a back-to-back. and Yeah, so it's all, it's all sorts of crazy. But again, seven drivers winning at least one last year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be... There's six drivers that they're giving us that, that, uh, or uh, Caesars is giving us. So we'll break those down. But remember, there's not a lot of wins to go around. So we're not throwing the overs on five or six or anything like that. So that's not, not like NASCAR where you can sort of say, okay, well, four and a half, but where do the rest of them come from? So, uh, we, as we get yeah. started, we got to keep that in mind.
1: Yeah. And then just to, to clarify too, Caesars has it as 14 scheduled races must be run. So, you know, Malucus is not on here, but if someone misses a couple of races like a Malucus, as long as it still runs fourteen, you're good, and it's points races only. So the the million dollar challenge at the Thermal Club is not going to count. It's not a points race, of course. Um, so I think that's the only Indy car race that's not a points race. So the rest will be will be counted towards the points. Um, but yeah, just that's as as that is a note to make. That's that that I'm is definitely make. <laughs> a note. <to laughs> English make. is hard on a Monday. Is it a Monday? Uh, it, no, it's it, Tuesday. It feels, I know it feels like I've thought to myself. No less than 10 times today that this is Monday. Um, And yeah, yet it is not Monday. (laughs) No, no, it is not a Monday.
0: But you know what? That's all right. Because we all, I mean, listen, with what happened to us in NASCAR the other day, that definitely is what's... That's what makes it feel like a Monday, is because we That's just did that. Exactly, so. yeah,
1: because the 500 was yesterday, so
0: uh, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, real quick question here for Joe's epilogue of his own fate. I love that name, by the way. He <laughs> said, "How did Award blow the Indy 500 last year?" I'm telling you right now, I think this was just New Garden being New Garden. This was, this was not real. This was destined for him to win this race, and I don't know that Award really blew it so much as I, I think New Garden was fated to win this one.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And he says, thank you for, for commenting on his name. Um, yeah, and he ended up getting caught, but well, he ended up getting caught up in the, uh, in the one. Well, he was just a one car crash. Yeah, the, that was just yes. his. So just, uh, I don't know. It happens, I guess. Yep. So uh, unfortunate for him. I think he's going to have a chance, though, because, you know, is he one of the guys we got to win totals on? Yeah, he is. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we'll talk about him more,
1: but there's uh yeah,
0: he's definitely, definitely a threat at all the oval tracks for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well let's get started with the first name on the list and that is Scott Dixon. His win total is set at two and a half. Scott Dixon would have uh, exceeded this total last year. He had three total wins on the year. So does Scott just, Dixon do it again? He just
1: keeps getting it done. My goodness. Is it, is he the Tom Brady of IndyCar? Will, Will Father Time ever catch up with him? He's forty three years old now. The Iceman, obviously. Three hundred and forty six career races, twenty-one seasons. He's got fifty-five wins. Uh man, he uh Does he get three oh, wins again though he, this season? Does he that's get three wins again? That's that's the tough question, but man, how do you how do you go against this guy?
0: Well, does, and when you look at Scott, Scott Dixon's know. win totals last year, I mean he won three of the last four. I mean that that's really what happened. Is it ended up that he he wasn't doing any he wasn't winning anything until the last what four races of the season and then he ripped off three wins in four of those races. Um, now he's been he's only had three wins. Uh, let's see if you go back over the last few years uh, since 2020, he's only had more than two and a half wins twice. Uh, 2018 he had three though. So you go back, but that's still only three of the last six years that he's had win totals over. Uh, over this so it's a 5050 proposition on this one do you think he can get it done again does he have the same sort of luck that he had at the end of last year well I, I can't call it luck I suppose but do you think he's gonna have the same output as he did over the last part of the season to get himself over three
1: yeah I mean it's probably set perfectly right I think three is probably likely where around the area that he lands in um the books are leaning a little bit towards the under uh they got him at minus 130 his over is the even money. I'm definitely leaning with the books towards the under. And yeah, like Joe points out, uh, you know, he won two of those races on fuel strategy, which is a a very good point because if that doesn't come into play, obviously maybe he doesn't win those races. Not necessarily that he was just the fastest car out there. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, the guy's accomplished a lot of stuff um, in his career, of course, as we know, but is he going to get back to three wins again? You got Polo coming back and You think we'll talk about below, obviously, when we get to him, but you got to think maybe that comes down a little bit. Right. Although we said that about Verstappen two seasons ago and and look where that went. Right. Um, But you think these guys aren't going to continue to dominate like that. But what if he does? Um, You've got guys like Will Power. I don't think Will Power won any races last year. Does he get a win or two? Uh, Newgarden is a big threat, especially with all the ovals we have. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under, and I think you're getting a good price. It's only minus 130 um, so, you know, compared to some of these other ones where it's real juiced up uh, on the under or the over specifically, um, I think that that this is the way to go with, with Dix. And I think he definitely can get to three. Of course, we saw it last season, but took him to late in the end of the year, took the fuel strategy. Uh, so give me the under on Scott Dixon.
0: Yeah, I'm also going to lean on the under on that one. It's not that I don't think he can get to three. I just think the path is a little more difficult as the years progress. And not just that, but again, there's a lot of hungry drivers out here. There's a few driver changes that we had talked about too that uh, that are going to take effect. So yeah, I don't know. To me, I, I feel like the opportunity for him to win three of them is uh, is definitely a difficult proposition. So yeah, give me the under on that one as well. We'll come back with more, but first let me tell you that you can win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data Enter and any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire Parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. As we continue down the list, we will move to Colton Herta. His win total is set at one and a half, so the books want him to get at least two wins. Uh, Colton Herta, not on the list of uh, of race winners from last season, but one guy that was constantly around the front, right? Somebody that was constantly being talked about, just did not punch through. uh, So that 10 car, can he get to two wins this season? That's the question. Uh, Last season, didn't really even have any top fives to speak of. It was a a tough go for that Bridge, uh, that gamebridge car. So, I mean, to me, asking him to get that, he started on the pole twice, right? Yeah he, had, and in he had, Ohio. yeah,
1: he had good cars in both those races, and then it was pit strategy or or it was this or that that kind of got him, bit him. You know, he won two races in 22. I think he won three races in 2021. So we know he's capable, but why'd they set... I, again I, I don't really understand why do you set the number at this much and then juice it so much? You know, over one and a half is plus one sixty. So if you're a of fan, you can definitely make a case for it. He's done it before, right? Um, and the under one and a half is minus two hundred, which tough to lay minus two hundred on on a future bet, right? As as we've talked about before. Um man, I I guess probably gonna lean towards the over just because of the number on this, plus one sixty last year definitely a disappointment right there was a couple of races where he maybe did have the chance you know he started on the pole um in a couple of races he started up for, i mean he had yeah like you said two poles he started second place in two races as well st pete's and then then later on at uh, at gateway um this is definitely a tough one you know andretti it'll be interesting to see what we get from andretti this year maybe they step it up right and and tell the FIA to F off because they can actually win races. Um, and Herta, Herta's such a talented guy, and he just not really put it all together at once. So you know, if he just busts out and kind of wins a bunch of races, it wouldn't be that shocking to see. So I think I am going to kind of go out on a limb here. I think the under is the obvious play, and that's why it's minus 200, which makes it hard to do. But I don't mind taking the over on this because I think he's a guy who could snag one early for you, and then all he has to do is get one more. You know, he pops in the right situation, whether it's fuel mileage or or he just gets it done later on in the season, snags that second one for you. I think he can cash this. I think a plus 160. It's a guy who can get it done, right? He's gotten it done two of the last three seasons. Um, So even though he didn't do it last season, it was a letdown. We get it. Um, But we saw teammates. I mean, Kirkwood won multiple races last season, right? um and that's the same equipment we know that that they can get it done so yeah give me the over on Colton hurt at, at plus 160. i think the numbers is just maybe that's why they price it this way Rod. It, it is good enough to make you take it
0: Well, and we talk about it too, when you just, when you want to leave one alone, it's okay if it's not priced correctly, but I I may go on the limb with you, he led laps last year, which means that he had a car that was out front, right, he led four at Fort Worth, and he finished seventh, not a bad day there, Elkhart Lake, he he led 33 that day that he was on the pole, right, ended up finishing fifth, led 26 at mid-Ohio, led 13 at Gateway before finishing sixth, so again we've talked about him a lot and we and you know when we look at these top 5 bets when we look at these other ones he's sort of one of those guys that we'd like to to circle around and as we say with most racing if you're top 5 it's kind of you know the next logical leap is for you to start winning races so yeah i mean this this one and a half seems like a trap but i feel like it's a trap that we should probably go ahead and uh, and fall into and just hope for good things out of colton herda next season uh, should we wait on the, the guy that won the most and jump down next and wait and go last on Polo, or do you want to go on Polo now? You're the boss around here. I just show up. Look at you. Okay, fine. We'll talk about Polo. Polo, again, we talked about him winning five races last season. Set at 3.5. This is a frustrating one as well, because over 3.5 is juiced at minus 140. The under is at plus 110. I mean, we know how talented Palo is. We know that he was winning everything and anything last year, right? That that's not even a question. He had uh, in seventeen races, five wins, ten podiums, two poles. What and led three hundred seventy nine last Eighth laps. place.
1: Eighth place was his worst finish.
0: Last yeah, eighth place year. the whole the whole season oh long. So, does he win four races again? I guess is the question. I think yeah, and I know minus one forty seems tough, but. I still think he's going to at least win four. Does he do? Does he win five again? Probably not, but I, I think four is definitely a good a good benchmark for him. I know there's a lot of guys nipping at his heels, but he's a good enough driver to hold him off. He won at IndyGP, he won at Detroit, he won at Elkhart Lake, he won at Mid-Ohio, and he won at Portland. So all, all over the place on where he wins. How many
1: more ovals do we have this year than we had previously? Because we added we've added a double header at milwaukee Mm -hmm. but we took away texas so that's plus one and then they're changing the nashville one to it so we've added two oval races this year and taken away at least one grand prix uh man it's alex below like how does he not get back to this right and you look at you look at the trajectory of a max verstappen an f1 right and and he won a bunch of races and it was like oh he's not gonna do it again right and then he went out and won even more races um you go back and look you know two years ago 2022 polo o- only had the one win um and he was kind of all over the board so was that just the perfect year from it for him this past season um you know I mean he had three wins i guess in 21 as well so um uh, yeah, you've got to take the over on this. It's minus 140, which is a little sucks, but it's only a three and a half. And he got to five last year. Even if he regresses one win, you're still gonna cash this. Um, and you're just gonna feel so silly if you don't take this. And he comes out and dominates the season early and and starts getting them. Uh so uh yeah, I think you gotta go with the over on Paloa. It's gonna be chalky, the chalky pick, of course, and it's minus one forty, so you gotta pay up for it a little bit, but it just seems like you know, we're in in the heart of it right now and some of these you know the the max verstappens i'm not saying that alex blows max verstappen he's not that dominant on the indycar series right but gosh at times he sure has looked like it and, and even when he hasn't started up front he finds his way up there finds his way to win these races you know if we're going to take a win or two away from dixon that opens up another race or two maybe that he gets in i know we gave some to Herta as well but uh yeah you got to give me the over on three and a half i think if it's a four and a half different conversation then you're going to think about it a lot more because it's five seems like a lot more than four, even though it's only one. It's it's a lot more on a on a 17 race schedule. So, uh, yeah, give me the over on Pillow. Again, not the sexiest pick in the world, but I think it's the right way to go.
0: Well, and five is definitely a lot more in comparison to percentage wise too. Five five wins in NASCAR, okay, but that's only a small fraction of the of the schedule. Five wins in in uh, F1. Well, well, now we're talking like okay, but when and wins 14, 15, 25, then of 22 races, then you know you're right. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And Joe's uh, with the gr- the great question, because Scott's going to beat him twice. I think that was in reference to the, the ovals, obviously, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see, but uh, or maybe he was just, I guess probably maybe I think he's big on Scott because he said Scott up here, book it. Uh, so maybe he thinks that, that Scott's going to take a couple of those wins from below.
0: Quite possibly. But third at Fort Worth, for Uh second at Toronto, third in Iowa, third in Nashville, third in Laguna Seca. So, I mean, again, all of those were within punching distance of another win. But I still think you can queue up four for him. Like you said, five. Much different conversation. I don't think he can get to five again. But I definitely think four is a good wheelhouse. Uh, turn our attention to Will Power. Will Power is given a one-and-a-half line on the wins the over is set at plus 160 the under is at one or as at 200 rather so for will power is he one going to win a race uh, that's the question and then two can he win two races he didn't win one last year he had four podiums and two poles poor will power man that guy you, two poles in the day Iowa both Iowa races comes in fifth and second in each of those races on the weekend yeah, it was a t- his average finish last year was 9.4. So does Will Power punch through for one, if not two wins?
1: He hasn't won two races since 2019, Rod. what? Why do we price this at one and a half and not a half? Race? I mean, I'm not even convinced that you take the over at a half. Why are you going to take it at one? And, and I guess because I think he's, I mean, there's a good chance he can win a race, right? But I don't think he's going to get to two. But you can't bet under at minus 200. That's just a crazy amount to lay on. The, on a you know, unless you got a one of those books that gives you credit and you're not putting down your own funds, then maybe you take this one. But this is pretty much just gonna be a pass on me. I mean, one and a half, I, I think it's gonna be real tough for power to get to two. I, I think again, I might even be a little bit shocked by one. He's a solid oval guy. So you know if his teammate doesn't take all of them, uh, I think that he could uh he could maybe snag one of those, but I think it's real. You're really pushing it to see Power get to two wins when he hasn't done it, you know, over the past four seasons. Um, and again, uh, you know, another guy with a long story career and he's done a lot and he's won a lot. I just don't know that we're getting to two wins, but you can't pay minus 200 to on the under. So. Pretty much going to pass, but definitely the underside of things for sure.
0: Yeah, and honestly, again, I could see him punching through for one. He did have plenty of opportunity to do it last year, right? Again, his biggest opportunity came in that first Iowa race. He led 119 laps from the pole, right? Looked like he was probably going to do it unfortunately yeah, new garden was middle.
1: just playing with him
0: yeah no well of course new garden is playing with everybody on <laughs> as Ovals as he year.
1: does on Ophel.
0: <laughs> yeah that dude he was like oh look how cute will you're in front and then took it all <laughs> away from him but uh again it's just a matter of whether or not he could punch through for two like you said i don't i don't think it's there and if we're giving, if we're giving her a couple of wins if we're giving a couple of the uh, other guys a couple of wins then Again, I would make it harder on a Will Power. So
1: Yeah, and again, you look at, you know, him and, and Herta is kind of the same number wise as far as you're getting the, the plus one sixty on the over. Give me the herda over power every day. I'll take I'll take Herta and not power at this point. Yeah.
0: Time, so. I yeah, because Herda has way more upside than does yeah. power. Uh in between media, Seth checking in. Yeah. Uh great five hundred content guys learning from y'all on the F one Indy side too. Thanks for the info. Thanks, Seth, for, uh, for checking yeah. in with so us.
1: Check out, check out those guys in Between Media. they got a ton of good stuff going on. Tons. Rod, obviously, uh, on the back road quite often there as well. Great show. Uh, and they just turn out all kinds of, of good stuff. So give those guys uh, a look and a listen as well.
0: One of the hardest working companies out there. And, and not just because I'm part of it, but definitely got the best people and the best crew yeah. over there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, love love everybody they got working for him, and, and Seth is just a great dude. So.
0: Absolutely, uh, and that's not just me, you know, blowing smoke up my boss's butt. But, but hi, Seth. Uh, I don't
1: I don't work for him, and I think.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's turn to Joe's favorite driver uh, of the day, Scott McLaughlin. Over one and a half. This is, and you know what? I'm going to agree with uh, with Joe on this one because the price is absolutely right for a one and a half. Right. This is minus 105. It's not juiced. The under is at minus 125. Uh, totally juiced out there. But Scott McLaughlin won one race last season. Now we're just asking him to win uh, another one on top of that. But we know uh, that that thirsty three, those thirsty threes out there uh, are, are, are fast as hell. So to me, this is a no-brainer. Smash the over on this one. Uh, he finished second in Iowa, the first Iowa race, fifth in the second, second in Nashville, second in Laguna Seca to end the season. Dare I say he probably should have won a couple of those, uh, but unfortunately he did have... Yep, and Joe just said that. He should have had the one in Long <laughs> Beach, too. Long Beach, yep. Should have had that one. Yep, finished 10th. Yeah,
1: this is an easy one. Scotty Mac over it. It's, it's real simple. You've got a, a, more ovals this season. He's very good at those as well when his teammate's not stealing all of them. Um, so I think that gives him more opportunities to win. He was coming off of three races in 22. I know he didn't get it done as much last season with only having the one win, uh, but if we do think Pelot regresses a little bit, I think Scotty Mac is definitely a guy that can pick those up. Um, you know, again, a little bit of that changing of the guard, the powers, the Dixons maybe slow down on winning some of these races and and these younger guys like Scotty Mac keep, uh, keep getting more. So yeah, this is probably, I I would say this is my second favorite one on the board. There is one more. I like a little bit more than this one. Um, but yeah, I definitely going on the over and, and, on the over getting only -105 or getting -105 uh being the the lower side of this for as far as juice goes is is a great deal so yeah definitely with Joe's uh, epilogue there and saying that uh going with the the Scotty Mac over
0: I mean, that price alone should really just tell you what the books were thinking. I mean, obviously, they think it is the more obvious outcome. Uh, Well, not the most obvious outcome, but they think it is an an obvious outcome and are not trying to go completely crazy on giving you a a fantastic value on it. But I still think minus 105 is a pretty decent value on something that's going to hit he did lead 117 laps. And that's the one thing about Indy too. It's it's almost the same as F1 as far as strategy can get you up to the front and leading laps. It's not always being the fastest car out there, uh more often than not if you if you have the right pit strategy, the right tire strategy, right? I mean, obviously putting the alternates on uh and and running those for a while or or whatever you're doing, right? That that can get you the lead too. So, you know, these guys are smart enough to to be able to to manipulate that and I think Again, just like Joe says, could have had one in in Long Beach, but uh, kind of gave that one away as well. What can you do? So yeah, give a give me the over. I, I like that on you uh, as well. Agreed. All right, let's move over to the last one, and that is young Kyle Kirkwood. He is also said,
1: we got one more than that,
0: Rob. Do we? Re- oh wait, no, do we? Oh, Joseph, Joseph Newgarden. We're going to talk about Joseph. Yes. I switch right over that. Well, then let's talk about All Joseph right. Newgarden. Well, let's save the best for last. Okay, let's fine. talk about Kyle Kirkwood first. Okay, let's <laughs> talk about Kyle Kirkwood first. See, look at I'm the boss. You're the boss. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Kirkwood, one and a half is what he set at. The over is set at minus one and a half, or minus 130, rather. The under is set at plus 100. Kyle Kirkwood would have cashed this for you last year. He did win two races on the year. His only two podiums, by the way, uh, Kyle That's, Kirkwood love that guy.
1: That is something to highlight for sure. Uh, man, this just seems like an overreaction. I know that it was great to see him win two races and and it was awesome and you know he, he got there and he did it and and did not only win one but win two. Wonderful. do we see him repeat that? Ah man, I just like you said, the only two times he even got on the podium were those two races. I mean really, you look at his finishing results from last season. He's got two wins, uh, one sixth-place finish, two ninth-place finishes, and then everything else is tenth or worse from that on. It's just not a lot of consistency, not a lot of running up front. Uh, now, if he you know qualifies on the pole <laughs> at places like Long Beach, then maybe you look at him, right? He led 53 laps. He did dominate that race for the most part, but should Scotty Mack maybe have won that race potentially, and, and then he doesn't even have to. Uh, you know, he started eight that uh, Nashville and and wins that, but guess where we're not going this season? Uh, Nashville. So, or we're going to Nashville, though, not on the, the street course, of course. So, uh, you're taking that one out. Yeah, I, I don't. And uh, man, they've got his over at minus 130. That just doesn't make sense to me for a guy that these were his first two career wins. And I get it, right? He's only in a second season. He's had a solid team in Andretti. Uh, but I think. I would shift two of those wins, those two wins, maybe over to a guy like Herda. I just don't know that. I'm completely sold on Kyle Kirkwood yet. Um, if he does it again and he burns me here, that's fine. I'll take that. Maybe I hit him on a on a race later in the season, and it doesn't matter anyways. But Give me the under, especially at even money on Kyle Kirkwood at, at one and a half wins.
0: Average finish of 13.1. He had as many DNFs as he had wins last year, right? Two DNFs and two wins. It's it's tough yes, to see two wins for him this season. Yeah, that's a lot of inconsistency
1: and a lot of just not, you know, again, they hit it on those two races and he executed and he won the races. And, and that's awesome. And that would have cashed this ticket last year. But you're going to have to show me. If he shows me and you do it again, then we'll have a different conversation next offseason. But until I see it, I'm going to be on the other side of this.
0: And like I said, plus, like you said, too, even money plus 100 on this one, definitely the way to go. Laying 130 on on the over, just bet him to win two races. And then if he hits, then you're going to be better off than sinking your minus 130 in across a 17-race season. Uh, all right, well, then we have reached the final driver that my eyes skipped over, because apparently I wanted to save the best for last two, and that is young Joseph Newgarden. His win total is set at 3.5, the over at minus 135, the under at plus 105. Joseph Newgarden, four races, Indy 500 winner of last year, drank the milk, had the fantastic, gigantic celebration, wore the wreath, but does he get four wins this season? I know there's a lot of ovals out there, and, and now there's another, so... Does the addition wow, of that one two. give
1: it to we him? Got two additional. That's levels. right, two. Uh, I mean, yeah, he gets this right. So you look back last year, he won four races, right? Uh, you look back at 22, he won four races, uh, and and you got to talk about the addition of the ovals. I mean, that is what's key. So you go to Iowa, he's won four. He won. I think he won three of the last four hour races. Because I think he white, you know, was dominating one of them when he wrecked in 22. Um but so he's won three of the last four there, I think. Uh you're going back to Gateway where he won. I mean he won did he win all the ovals last year? So he won Texas, Indy, both Iowa's. He did not win at Gateway. Yeah, I was that's, gonna say he didn't run. win at Gateway. He, um so Gateway he led ninety eight he, laps, he laps and started on the pole and ended up getting wrecked. It, he was he was on his way to dominating that race winning. Um and well, I remember the tickets and, were ripped up at that yeah. point. Yeah, because we had the tickets, and that was horrible. And I think that's one of the races that Dixon actually took uh, late on the strategy too. So uh, another note, but yeah, this is dude. He's he's getting over. You got two Iowa races. You got two Milwaukee races. You got Gateway. You got Indy. and that's not even tossing in if he wins um, uh, a thing or two at on a non uh, non oval racetrack, which which he could be doing. Uh, Old fashioned football, by the way, saying sounds like the F1 gambling pod needs to make a trip to Iowa. I think that's the room the week we need to circle. I, yeah, I got to clear with my secretary, aka my wife. Um, but I think that's the weekend that's going to work. Not going to be able to make it to the NASCAR race in Iowa, which I'm sad about. That weekend doesn't work for me, but I was there for IndyCar last year. Just electric. It's so great. The concerts are all great and everything. So, uh, yeah, get the guest room ready, Justin, because uh, we'll have to see if we can get rod on a plane to join us out there. Cause I think that would be a really great time. Um, but yeah, I love this one. This is my, my favorite, uh, over here. My favorite one on the board. It's minus minus one thirty-five. a little bit juiced up. I know, but Rod, don't pay the juice. If you lose, not going to do that here. Love new garden over three and a half
0: wins. Yeah. You said three of the last four, try five of the last seven that new garden is one at Iowa. So He's definitely a lock for both of those back to back. He's the king
1: of the corn. Yeah. Is king, what they call him and for good reason. King of the corn. And man, oh, I'm so interested to see what his number is when we get to Iowa this year, because we bet we him in both races last year and just cleaned up. yeah. It was
0: wonderful. It definitely was wonderful. Um, all right, but those are the six that they're giving us so far. I mean, sure as the season goes on we can update that and maybe if they actually give us a few more before the season starts, then yeah, we'll, we'll give you that as well. But yeah. Keep those checking
1: are six. back in on it for sure. But six
0: is that's a solid number and
1: you know i mean really looking at the, at the grid these are the guys that you're you're most likely you know to have to have winning a majority of the races right uh you, you could get some winners in there with the 500 and you know kyle larson we don't have the kyle larson win total on here for for him winning the 500 but uh <laughs> um but now it's I, I think that these this covers the main guys uh so good good little thing to do get those futures in now Indy season is almost here a couple of weeks away. Of course, f one is back next week. So we'll have picks next week for the F one. Love it. Of course, we got NASCAR stuff. uh, That'll all be out this week as well for Atlanta. So in the full swing of things,
0: who misses football? Not me. (laughs) Football. Not me. Who's who's that? (laughs) I listen. I know. I know that I still love football outside of the NFL, but boy, racing season sure has, uh, I almost look forward to when just, football season's over so I can get to racing it, season.
1: It, You know, I do love football. I love the fantasy football. Obviously, big into that. Love my football games. But full on into racing season, I don't know that there's anything better.
0: Nope, I don't either. Especially with all of the racing going on between F1, Indy, NASCAR, uh, motocross, supercar. Like, yeah, you name it. It's fun to watch, and we're, we're laying down the odds for it as well. Um, all right, thanks to all of you who joined us in the yeah. live chat. Make sure you subscribe to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Click that bell so you know when we go live, whether it is the F1 Gambling Podcast or the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Like Cody said, odds have not come out yet for Atlanta, but when they do, we will definitely be bringing you all of them. In fact, make sure you check out, because Saturday, they'll probably end up having to be an episode, everything being pushed back a, a day because of uh, the rain so we are more than happy to push our schedule back uh, a day as well. may not be live on Saturday, but you'll definitely have at least uh, an episode to, to chew on for Saturday, uh, probably a DFS episode. So, um, All right. Well, Cody, as we start to show everybody the door and ourselves the door, remind everybody that they can find all of your fantastic work on the interwebs.
1: Yeah, follow me on the Twitter, the X, whatever, at uh, Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Like Jessel mentioned earlier, I got a, a, that cocktail article out over there. Uh, had a ton of other stuff out there as well lately. So make sure you check that out. Follow us on the X as well at F1 Gambling Pod. Um, you can find all our stuff over there. Again, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, you like the YouTube, you want to be notified of the live ones, get over to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast YouTube feed. You'll find these videos in here. And Joe's epilogue calling his shot. Martin tricks Jr. at Atlanta. Never won a super speedway, but I remember the day when he'd never won a short track, and now he wins them all.
0: I love it. Okay, find me on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything i got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, as we budded with Seth in the Back Road Sportsbook Review. I've got stuff coming out for them as well. The uh, Arena Football Podcast as well. So, yeah, all that stuff. Find the links in the bio. And then just follow me for some fun. I tend to tweet about anything and everything that's on my mind, which is kind of what you want in this world. Uh, All right. We'll be back next week with F1, baby. Bahrain, we are there. And so uh, we're excited for that. Let's go. And then maybe we'll even go two a week talking about uh, Indy and F1. I think we're going to try to see what we can do about that. But all right. till then, everybody, let's go racing. Enjoy the rest of your week. And let it go. Ride.